Texas. He's 34 and have worked for the Postal Service for 15 years. He attended Langston University majoring in music and he went to Tarrant County, graduated with an Associate of Arts and finished at Tarleton University with a Bachelor's in Information Technology. He has a ministry called Lost in Transition. He's an author, minister, DJ, and a hip-hop artist. And he made a statement that says, I used to be a person that was lost and I didn't know who I was and I had no core values. I did what other people wanted me to do because I became a people pleaser. But now I'm on a mission to help those who are lost in transition. His hobbies are playing his bass guitar, cooking, and creating his own clothing line and also developing other material to help motivate and encourage other people in Christ. Your next speaker now is Derek Selman. Thank you, thank you, thank you for that introduction, Dr. Terrio. This is a great, you know, opportunity, you know, the Women's Summit 2021 and um, know your place. So when you think about um, knowing your place, you also got to know your value as a woman, you know, also know your self-worth. I'm going to start this off with a quote from my book. You have to get to a point in your life where you stop being who someone else wants you to be and start living out the life that God has for you. I'm going to say that again. You have to get to a point in life where you stop being who someone else wants you to be and start living out the life that God has for you. When you think about that, you think about so much, so many things that's going on in the news today. Like if you look on social media, you look on TV, they paint these women to be this certain image. If you're not looking like this, if you're not acting like this, if you're not portraying like this, you're not a woman. If you're sitting around and you're not into the scandals, if you're at home and you're taking care of your kids and you're doing all the right stuff, guess what? They looked at, at, at that as boring. They say, well, your lifestyle is not fun enough. You need to be out here doing X amount of things. And see, also when it talks about lost in transition, it's like when you know who you are, you know who you're not. When you know who you are, you know who you're not. Now, explaining that reflection, you know, finding your identity can be tricky, but because most people will look at your parents or even people you hang around with. That's important. Sometimes you hang around those different, you know, women hang around those different people that don't mean them no good. That's why they got to connect with other women that are moving forward in life and that they know their self-worth. Because guess what? If you're hanging out with women that are, you know, pretty much doing, that's keeping up all the drama, that's keeping all the mess, guess what? You're going to get dragged right back into their circle. And so that's just like, and I'm going to just start it off being uh, motivational right now. Women, you are a queen. Just putting it out there. You are a queen. You're not a whore. You're not a piece of meat. Guess what? You're not a statistic. You are a queen. And it also um, think about like Esther. When uh, Esther in the Bible, she was saw by, uh, you know, seen by the king. 
and he recognized her for her beauty, not knowing that God used her to help her people not get back into the slavery. Because guess what? If they'd have known that she was related to the Israelites, they would have tore her up. But they recognized for recognized her for her beauty because she stayed true to who she is. She didn't adapt to what everybody else was doing. She stayed true to who she is. She said, hey, I am a Israelite. I'm going to stay with this culture. Nobody is going to take that away from me. And that's what it has to be when a woman, when they're knowing their worth, they have to stay true to who they are. You also have to treat yourself like a queen. Yes, when you're treating yourself like a queen, guess what? You're not going to put up with any kind of mess from anybody. Just think about, you know, real queens, you know, today. If you see a queen of Africa or, you know, you hear about Queen Elizabeth, you hear about those different queens, guess what? They set themselves apart from other people. They're not like, you're not going to see them in a whole lot of scandals because they are, they know who they are. They know who their position is. Now, when you think about a queen, queens are highly respected. If a man is coming up to a queen, he's not going to disrespect her. He's not going to look at her as a piece of meat. He's going to, you know, show the utmost respect for that queen. And even in different countries, they bow down to the queen when they enter the room. And so when you think about queens, they dress the part. So they dress the part. And this and this another uh, topic. Modesty is sexy. <laughs> when you think about when you think about queens, modesty is sexy. Like you don't have to dress less in order to feel attractive. I've heard a lot of different conversations where women say, "Well, I gotta dress down. I gotta dress sexy. I got it in order to get this attention of that man." And then sometimes in the back of that woman's mind, they don't feel like dressing because feeling dressing all less because it will show too much skin and they will feel like they would get degraded. And sometimes that actually happens. Men, sometimes men, when they see a woman that's dressed less and they have all their chest hanging out and the booty stake and sticking out and all that other stuff, guess what? They're going to not approach that woman as, hey, I would get, I would like to know you, but they're going to approach that woman as, hey, what can I do to get you home? They're not approaching at the mindset that I want to take you back to, you know, meet my parents one day. I want to just go ahead and just take, I want to just take you home because you looking like a steak right now. You know, you looking like a whole snack right now versus a man, versus a woman that's dressed up. Guess what? They're not going to really approach them, you know, you know, as much in a lustful way. Now, I don't know if that's really true, but for me, when I see a woman that's dressed up and that's presenting herself that she's talking right and she's not, you know, acting all, you know, ghetto and loud and any of this stuff and she just, you know, having a decent conversation, I would have to approach those women in a correct way versus I'm seeing as a single man, if I'm seeing a woman that's dressed less, my, my my flesh starts to take over. My flesh starts to say, you know what, man? That, and you know what? That girl, she might be 
the one that I can take home. But that's the thing. Women have to stop presenting themselves as, you know, pretty much fish on the line that men can try to go after. You know, um, you know, it, it gives me this another example. Um, this morning, it just, it just came to me. Um, I was looking at um, TV, right? And it's this uh, Axe commercial. But I noticed that Axe has this, you know, the, every time you spray it on, the women start running towards you, right? <laughs> and then they constantly putting out these commercials about Axe. But I never really seen commercials about Creed. Now, I'm just not really getting into Creed myself. And notice that Creed is not a rare, rare cologne, but it smells good. And so, ladies, you have to see yourself as rare. <laughs> you don't have to show, you don't have to commercialize yourself each and every single day, just like the X commercial. Every time you turn on the um, TV, there's a certain commercial. As soon as he spread on, shh, the women just start flocking. The women, it doesn't matter. White, black, Mexican, Arabian, it doesn't matter. All the women just flock into this one man. As soon as he sprayed on the X. But when you think about Creed, all in, <laughs> think about X. I've had X before. You got to spray a couple of times just to get that on you. But when you spray on Creed, guess what? It just snip, snip, and snip. And you good for the whole day. So, ladies, you have to see yourself as that rare, I would say perfume that nobody can just get, just grab off the store. You got to go to a specialty store to get that particular high-end perfume. And guess what? X might cost $10, but some, you know, cream for women might run you a couple of hundred dollars. So women, you have to look at yourself as a queen, but you realize that modesty it's sexy. Sometimes men might just, you know, might not approach you in that certain kind of way if you dress correct and you're, you know, you're coming correct. I'm going to keep on going. Don't compromise because you're lonely. Do not compromise because you're lonely. Personally, I, I went through that um, a couple of times. There was Times where I recently wanted to just compromise because I wanted a woman so bad. I I felt so lonely. I'm dealing with all these issues that's going on um, mentally, spiritually, emotionally, and uh, physically. And and I just wanted a woman that just can be by my side. And guess what? I started to compromise. And how many times in this? How many times women compromise because they're lonely? Mm-hmm. When you think about it, you know, this woman can have a great job. She can be serving the Lord. She's, you know, praying every single day. She is surrendered to God. And because she's lonely, sometimes she will lower her standards in order to get that man right there. Sometimes she doesn't like her, her self-worth. God is showing her her self-worth right there, but she's tired of being alone. She's tired of being lonely. Guess what? You know what? I might have to dumb it down a little bit. I, you know, 
Even though that man smokes all the time, even though I don't like it because he smokes, guess what? I'm, you know what? I can probably deal with it a little bit. So it starts here. And the guy's like, you know that you cannot stand a person that smokes. But because he smokes and because I want to be with him, guess what? I'm going to start lowering my standards. Then it gets right here. Then you're like, you know what? I want to wait a little bit before, you know, I want to wait to to see if this relationship is going to go somewhere before we have sex or, you know, get married, you know, make sure there's commitment, but because he wants to have sex so bad and guess what? You started luring it some more. And then next thing you know, well, that person, that man doesn't go to church all the time. Well, guess what? You're going to keep luring it and luring it and luring it to the point that you forget who you are. So when you know who you are, you know who you're not. And sometimes when a woman is, you know, pretty much compromising on who she is because she is lonely, she's just taking those standards down. Like, you know, we all have that desires to have this companion in life, but we have to stay true to ourselves in order, you know, for that that um that man to come around because God is going to bring that man around to you. But you have to be patient and do not compromise. You know, um, you know, compromising our integrity. You know, you do women do not have to compromise their integrity in order to get a man's attention. And that goes back to you. Modesty is sexy. You don't have to dress in all of the, you know, fashion over and stuff like that. And yes, it might look good on your body. And yes, you've been in a gym. You've been going hard and you want to flaunt this body out. You want to show everybody, hey, look what I got. But guess what? Sometimes that can send the wrong message to men, especially when you're saying that I'm ready to date again. When you're sending that wrong message, men don't, you know, know that, hey, I'm just trying to, you know, show that I'm in a gym and I'm working out. Men is sometimes men can get that lustful uh, eye like predators, like wolves. They they see a woman that's dressed less and they like, you know, getting ready to, you know, start howling at the moon and they ready to pursue. And then in that in that moment, if a man is approaching uh, you like that, guess what? You got to you got to have you got to get to that point where you say, you know what? You not coming at me correct. You coming at me with a lot of nonsense. You coming at me that's um not, you know, you're not talking right. And you seem like all you want to do is just get me undressed and take me back to the room. And that's when you got to cut it off. I've noticed that, um, and it's just from my experience, I've noticed that there's a difference between immature women and mature women. Difference between mature and immature women. I've noticed that I've um, talked with different immature women and the dude would just come up to them and just say something off the wall crazy to them and they will fall for it. And I've uh, noticed talking to different mature women that were older women and the same thing that they were, uh, that an immature man would approach them with, they will shut them down, even cuss them out. They will get offended if a man comes up to them and say, hey, beautiful, what's up? What's up? It's like a cuss word to them. <laughs> Instead of saying, hello, how you doing? Doing a proper greeting. They just like, hey, what's up, baby? What's up, little mama? You A mature woman hears something like that. And guess what? You might just get slapped. You might just get cussed out. You might just get a drink thrown in your face. But a mature, an immature woman is going to see that as, oh, he's just being nice. Or they see that as cute. 
So women, when you're being approached by a man, guess what? Don't compromise. If he coming at you saying, hey, little mama, hey, baby, how you doing? And all this other stuff. You be like, hey, don't, don't talk to me like that. <laughs> don't don't talk to me like that. You know, you, you, you just dismiss them in that process. And guess what? Finally, sometimes women, they go through a lot. You know, um, sometimes a lot of women that has been in bad relationships. Women that have gone through um, so much drama and so much heartache in life and, you know, been abused by men. But guess what? You are not damaged goods. You are not damaged goods. I have a um, a friend of mine and she's been in, in and out of relationships don't really know where she's going she doesn't love this person this person this person and she used to say well i'm damaged goods i'm like god didn't say you was damaged goods i don't see you as damaged goods the only person that see you as damaged goods is you but guess what you have to realize that you are not damaged goods no matter what you have gone through in life you are a overcomer there's been plenty of people in this world that have gone through a lot. There's women that has been molested. There's women that has been, you know, sold into uh, sex trafficking. There's women that's been in so many abusive relationships for so many years by a man that, that just, you know, they would say stuff like, I love you, but I still beat you all the time because I'm drunk and all of this other stuff. Guess what? They overcame that. Guess what? They're using their testimony to tell other women that you don't have to go through that. You don't have to take that abuse. If you are in an abusive relationship, mentally, physically, emotionally, and spiritually, guess what? It's going to happen. You got to run like Joseph. You got to get up out of there. And once you get up out of there, you will have peace. Women, when it comes to knowing your worth, your worth is in God. Here's the one that gives you that identity. When we're talking about it in the book of Genesis, you know, he formed man, he formed the woman out of the, the rib of Adam. So the woman was made to walk. You think about the rib is on the side of man, walk side by side. Not a woman sitting there, you know, with her head down and don't have no voice and, and all of the other stuff. She's meant to walk side by side, not to be your, you know, a man's lesser and all this stuff. Someone that a man can just control and abuse. A woman is a help me. A woman is there to help the man throughout this journey. And I'm going to end it with this quote out of my book. You have to get to a point in your life where you do not worry about what people say or their opinions about you. Regardless of your past, God has a great future for you. Remember that God has a great future for you. No matter what you are going through, God has a great future for you. And uh, that's my time. Thank you, Dr. Terry. Thank you, Derek. Oh my God, that was perfect. Thank you for watching the channel. If you want to support, all you have to do is subscribe, like, comment, or share this video with someone you know. If you want to know more about what we're doing, 
Guess what? There are links in the description box below. Check them out and God bless. Hey, you got an idea for a podcast? Guess what? We have the solution. Acre FM. It is very easy to use. All you have to do is download the app, get started recording, and put yourself out there. 